He grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere, a radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This This is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and uh, welcome in. Uh, good to be back. Uh, went on vacation, uh, and when you travel with young children, that means you're susceptible to everything. And I got some kind of bug, uh, upper respiratory, or just little germ factories. They're cute, but they could kill you. Uh, but we had a great time in Florida, so you know, you just chalk that up as uh, one of the experiences. But Feeling much better today, and um, uh, glad to be back. I uh, did want to mention one of the traffic situation uh, you heard just a minute ago. The commander check uh, that there is a car fire uh, that is on 385, just west of the Ridgeway exit, westbound. That's uh, causing some backup there, and then you've got another situation at Walnut Grove Road at Farm Road. Uh, that's right in the middle of the uh, Walnut Grove uh, through the Agri Center, or Shelby Farms actually. And uh, that's uh, slowing down traffic. So there, and then of course, Germantown Parkways, a twenty-six minute backup uh, going and coming east or north and south on there. So that's always the case. Uh, big deal last night with um, DeSantis making his announcement, and it was really interesting. And, and, I, and I thought about this at the time when they said they were going to do that. I mean, had they ever tested having that many people sign on to a server uh, at one time like that? Because most Twitter deals are, they're not used to really doing video live or audio live. It's all messages. And so people look at them when they get a chance, but there's not like a huge surge. I remember there used to be, uh, like when the internet first came out, uh, you try to sign on to get email and stuff right before you leave work every day at five o'clock and you couldn't get on because there were so many people trying to get on. Of course they developed way past that, but still they hadn't really ever tried something like this on Twitter before. It's the fact that it uh, crashed the system didn't surprise me. What did surprise me is they didn't have a backup plan uh, to go to anything else. Because they could have just as easily gone to um, to YouTube or uh, any other format. Uh, they could have just as easily had one local station there. They could feed uh, Fox or any other station to make it a pool camera as a backup thing. But then they didn't ask me. So there you are. And then the fallout from it, uh, Trump, of course, he came up with his immediate reaction. Well, let's, first, let's listen to Santa's anna- his announcement to the race. Uh, here's a cut four. Hi, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. We announced that on Twitter spaces earlier tonight, and it broke the Internet because so many people were excited about being on that Twitter space. Now let's see if we can break win red. Please go to rondesantis.com. Donate to the cause, and I think it'll be a night to remember. Thank you, and God bless. And uh, the fact that it crashed, that's one thing. But then on his announcement, uh, it sounded like he recorded it in his bathroom. Did you notice? I mean, it's like, hey, I'm thinking about running for the president. What do you, what do you think, huh? What? 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 Can you hear me? <laughs> I mean, he wants to sound presidential, you know, and. I don't know whether he just doesn't have a, a team that uh, is technically, you know, sharp. But, uh, you know, if you, I will give Trump credit. Wherever he went, whatever he did in making public appearances, everything always worked. 
the mics worked, uh, the cameras worked. Now, when you had pool cameras, they never showed the audience because they never want to show anybody there. Just like when when Biden goes anyplace, they never showed that there is nobody there. <laughs> In both cases, they kept a, a tight camera. Here's Trump's reaction to it. This is cut three. are uh, kind of melting the servers. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. Government to freedom and his willingness to put his money where his mouth is. Upset the narrative upset control, the narrative control, control imposed on us by, by our government. Who gave that light to me and I gladly stand up. Have uh, Governor DeSantis uh, make this up. Uh... <laughs> We're just trying, to, just trying to get it going. Can somebody help me? Can we get an engineer in here? It is, it is sad because, you know, you get one, a lot of people have never really seen him before. He's the governor of Florida, but, you know, as far as stepping out there and saying, hey, I'm running for president. You know, you want it to come off as, you can trust me, man. I, I know what I'm doing. My people know what they're doing. And uh, it did not. It just did not come off uh, good. Here's another thought I was kind of interested in. Uh, DeSantis came out and, and commented on the fact that uh, people meeting Trump, he did also never mentioned Trump's name, but he said that uh, people are calling names and what he thinks about that. Uh, cut number 10. I can tell you, Trey, in Florida, we united the Republicans like no one's ever done. I think I got 98% of Republicans in my reelection. Uh, we also really expanded the tent, and I think that's the only way that you can do it. Uh, there'll be slings and arrows, but I'm a big boy. I can take it. You know, there's a lot of people that have given a lot more than that uh, so that this country can be free. You can see uh, their tombstones in places like Arlington National Cemetery. So if the sacrifice I have to make is people are going to call me names, uh, that pales into comparison with so many people have done for me uh, throughout history so that I could live in a free country. You know, whether you like the names that uh, Trump puts on people or not, they seem to stick. Um, in fact, if you'll recall, uh, you had uh, Sleepy Joe, you had Low Energy Jeb, uh, Little uh, little uh, from Florida, uh, what's his name? Little, uh, I can't believe I gave him. Uh, Marcus, yeah, uh, Senator from uh, Florida. And uh, so he had names for everybody, but uh, he, uh, the, the interesting thing is it came out today who's really behind DeSantis, and I didn't realize this, but the Bushes, Jeb, Sleepy Jeb, and uh, W, and then uh, also uh, the, the uh, who was the, they call him the, uh, from the Star Wars movie, Dick Cheney, they used to call him with Darth Vader, <laughs> and then his daughter, you know what a nightmare she is. They're all behind DeSantis. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know that, but uh, here's uh, cut number uh, 17. He's not great as far as campaign skills. He may get there, but he doesn't have them mm -hmm. yet. Uh, and I, Who's I, running his campaign? The Bushes are all tangled the up Bushes. with him. Uh, Bush, that can raise him a billion dollars and get him all kinds of money. The Jeb Bush, Bush. Jeb Bush. George Bush. Yeah, they're great. Carl Rove involved. Carl Rove, will he, be the, Carl Rove is involved. I assume he'll be the coach on the field. I think he is. But do you know that Carl, he's been advising DeSantis? He's been Carl advising Rove. him. So there you are, the uh, the Bushes behind that effort. And 
I got to tell you, I mean, I always liked George W. I liked his dad, even though he was kind of goofy until I saw a lot of stuff about him during his years in the CIA. He was behind the Bay of Pigs. In fact, they named um, this one of the ships that uh, was in part of the invasion of the invasion of pigs in Cuba back in the, in the 60s. And uh, it was kind of a CIA-backed uh, invasion of Cuba that they could take uh, Castro out. It was a complete disaster, but one of the ships they had loaded with all kinds of weapons and stuff was named the the Barbara, after Barbara Bush. I've seen pictures of the ship with the name on the side. They also named some other uh, boat, and I think it was um, during the Gulf uh, War One that he had named something else after Barbara. But W I always liked. Then until you hear stuff after he's been president, and you go, well, I don't know, you know. It's just so many people you think uh, were really for the best interest of the country, and then as time passes, you just there and go, I don't know about that guy. And if the Bushes are all for DeSantis, it'll be interesting to see uh, how other people perceive that. And I keep hearing really good things about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. There, somebody came out the other day and said, if you just change his position on the Second Amendment, I could really go for this guy. And somebody else said, what about a, a, a president and vice president uh, with uh, – with Trump and uh, Kennedy Jr., wouldn't that be something? Yeah, it would be. I mean, uh, but he'd have to come off his Second Amendment situation because that dog ain't never going to hunt in uh, the U.S. of A. Uh, at any rate, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. And welcome back. I'm sitting here looking at a video. This was shot down in Mexico, and it's at at a rave. I I didn't know they still had raves. And it's Elon Musk uh, out there on the floor dancing. And uh, (laughs) you shouldn't do that. He's got his hands behind his head like you're stepping out of the shower and you're flexing your muscle in the mirror of the bathroom. Maybe you don't do that. <laughs> but he shouldn't either. Because he's out on the dance floor and they're dancing. But uh, you, when you think about it, really, how many how many people really look cool when they're dancing? I mean, you know, even if you're worth uh, billions. People are willing to look the other way when you're a bad dancer and you're worth billions. Uh, not that I would know. I just uh, I know they look the other way when I dance. <laughs> I'm not worth anything near that. So, uh, But I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, let's see, other headlines, uh, of course, they're still working on the debt uh, ceiling and what they're going to do about that. Uh, the uh, Democrats seem to think that McCarthy could be the, uh, the answer to their all their, um, not McCarthy, but uh, uh, McConnell is gonna, could be their savior, McConnell. If he is, then we know he's the turncoat that we've always suspected. Uh, with time running out, on the danger of a national default growing, Democrats are hoping that an unlikely savior will come to the rescue, Senate uh, Republican leader Mitch McConnell. Democrat lawmaker says McConnell and other Senate Republicans are fooling themselves if they think Speaker Kevin McCarthy is, is in a position to reach a debt ceiling deal with the President Biden. And see, all I'm hearing all day long is all the lieutenants are in their meeting for both sides and they're making progress and uh, that all this stuff about Social Security recipients not getting their check, the military not getting their check, all that stuff's paid for. This is not about now. This is about in the future. And the uh, future budget 
and it's it's not even about uh, the the current budget and everything being met. It's what they what they're wanting to cut out of the future budgets and say you're just spending way too much money. At some point, they're going to have to admit that's true or pull the plug on it. Then everybody will actually find out that it was true. That the Social Security people will get their money, military will get their money, and uh, they won't have a budget. Uh, which either way, I think that uh, the uh, and they're not going to lose their credit rating. I mean, that's not going to happen because they're going to pay the bills. So it's just more. It's uh, who do you believe in Washington D.C. And it would be great if there was just one person you go to and they go, hey, here's the deal. Here's what's going on. But it's just, you just can't seem to find anybody that uh, that will do that. And I know they're there. And I, I know that somebody knows exactly what's going on. Uh, but, uh, you know, nobody's talking. In the meantime, the Oath Keeper uh, that was at uh, January 6th, uh, in D.C., got sentenced to 18 years for the MAGA riot. In the meantime, the officer that shot the one person that got killed there, and nothing's ever happened to him, and she wasn't armed at all. And uh, and so I'm sure they'll continue to, uh, to prosecute and send other people away to prison. And if they did something uh, treacherous, and, uh, and uh, they should go to jail, but there's a lot of people that they're just trying to make examples of them, feel certain of that. And then Calvin Klein uh, is using a bearded trans man to advertise uh, their new bra. I just do not understand the whole thing. I mean, I think it's great. You do whatever you want to do. People do whatever you want to do. If you don't believe that, go downtown, go to Midtown. <laughs> They're doing what they want to do. Uh, it just doesn't mean that uh, we have to join into the festivities. I don't know if you saw the thing at the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball game where they had these guys, they had a cross out there in the outfield and they had some trans people crawling all over the cross and hanging up there like Jesus. And I'm sitting there going, how could they let that happen at a baseball game? You know, I mean, it's like, uh, you sit there and go do it outside the, the stadium property. If you want to make a scene and it's Los Angeles, you see everything there. So it wouldn't shock anybody. But to condone it, and, and it's all that it came out of the right of uh, Pride Week. And speaking of that, Target has now moved their Pride children's uh, swimwear and T-shirts and stuff to uh, further back into the store, away from the middle of the store next to the women's swimming uh, suit section, which when you think about it, because young moms are going to take their kids with them to Target, go look for a swim pool, go to the swimming pool this summer, teach them the kids how to swim, go to the beach. And so the kids are wandering around. They're not going to look at mom's bathing suits. They're over looking at these bright-colored uh, clothes that, uh, hey, look at this one. They just happen to say queer, queer, queer across the front. And, uh, you know, no, Johnny, we we don't want to wear that one. That's not the good. Or they, the new tuck bathing suit. And, uh, and so they have now moved uh, that to the back of the store. They haven't gotten rid of it. But so far, their sales are off $1.5 since that whole thing broke. Bud Light, who is probably the the uh, premier example of people saying, no, that's enough. They're down $15 billion since that whole thing began. And not only has it affected Bud Light, it's affecting their whole Budweiser lineup of beers. And, uh, you know, it just amazes me. Then Calvin Klein comes out and does that. But I remember a few years ago, uh, what was the... The young people's store that uh, used to be really popular, uh, it was uh, at, 
I never shopped there. It wasn't like Banana Republic or anything, but it was uh, the two names. It was out of New York, and all of a sudden they went to everybody was uh, just weird looking on there. The models were not, they weren't like models anymore. They were these uh, alien looking type people. And I know they're all trying to break out of the, the uh, typical uh, form that everybody has because fashion's fashion, but Kevin Klein wants to go broke. Danish physician Anastasia Marie Lopez said in a tweet on Tuesday, alongside an image which quickly generated backlash against the fashion brand, what a great way to Bud Light themselves, one critic responded. Looks like a Bud Light moment, another echoed. Many social media users also vowed to boycott the brand. Another company to add to the don't buy list declared one naysayer. Not sure what they need to go this far just to force an ideology that doesn't even want noted another uh, that most don't want. Uh, Lopez tweet has been viewed by more than 6 million times and liked by more than 38,000 times. Uh, so British ZBD talent, which represents Babby, I guess that's the bottle, described the influencer as a trans man who has not had top surgery yet. And I don't even know what that is. Babby stood beside a plus-size model named Jamala for the shoot. They aren't enough words in the language to describe how much I love Jamala and how much the shoot means for us both, Bippy wrote uh, on a Instagram about the experience. The fact that we are selected for this pride collection of Calvin Klein makes us proud on many intersecting levels, she continued. So there you go. There you go. Just uh, another day in the life. We'll take a quick break, and then we're going to check in with Vicki Gandy on the housing market. I know how things are going there, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Now, back to the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. Once again, Earl Farrell. And welcome back. Joining me in studio now, Vicki Gandy with the Gandy team in real estate, cry like. And uh, I don't know, do you, you want to tell them what happened to you yesterday? <laughs> I just I think we're all dealing with it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm getting I'm getting a house ready to go on the market tomorrow. So I was down on Winchester right there by Costco on, and Hacks Cross. And I had gone to that store called At Home, and I was leaving. And there's a little, you know, kind of road that goes, you have to stop. There's a red light, and people are all lined up. And there's restaurants on either side of you. And I'm sitting there, kind of in my own little world, listening to whatever. And um, I see this guy walk over to a car, and he... He literally taps on the back window, and the whole window shatters. And I'm, as my brain's going, wait a minute, what is he doing? And He's I, breaking into that car. <laughs> and then he jumped. He literally was standing on the ground and just put his hands on the window and just jumped into the window like a rabbit. I mean, I was like, and then I went, wait a minute, he's he's robbing that car. So I sat on my horn, and I'm, you know, just for like nonstop, and then I'm honk, 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 like SOS. And so everybody around's looking at me, and he jumps right back out, and... Then he, he runs to the car and jumps in the car right in front of me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. His, actually, his getaway car <laughs> is right in front of me. But I was so angry. I was pointing well, at him. Does. I was like, what are you doing? I'm pointing my, you know, I raised five sons. So I'm not scared of anybody and, and, until they pull a gun. <laughs> but anyway, then I started thinking, retro, maybe they, I might not 
I might want to rethink this because if he starts to pull a gun at me, so I lean over my seat and I'm grabbing my purse, trying to get my pistol out, <laughs> and my wa- my wallet, my makeup under, you know, and I'm so finally get it, have it laying next to me, and I'm watching him. Well, every because I'd been blowing the horn, everybody had stopped and we're all looking at him, and people were pointing and all that, and then finally they started to go, and the light turned, and then as they were getting up, the light turned red, and cars started going, and they were going to turn right, and then they realized, oh, she'll follow me, so they just. Pull they out. said hey, it was a red car with no, no plates no at plates, all, not even yeah. a paper plate. No, no, nothing. And um, they pulled out and almost got hit two, three times. But the funniest is I turned right and I thought, well, I'll go into this restaurant and tell the guy, hey, your car got broken into, I'm sorry. And I'm driving around and there's this kid standing there all dressed in black with a hood and a mask. And he's pulled his mask down and he's looking. <laughs> they left him. He was the, Does like, this look suspicious? <laughs> So I thought, I think I'm not going to get out of my car. I'm sorry. So whoever has a black truck and got broken into, I stopped him from stealing uh, anything. It's so it is so infuriating. And it, oh, it just made me I just saw day before yesterday. Now six thousand cars have been stolen in Memphis since the first of the year. Six thousand. I know. That's I know. like an invasion. I literally, and my husband does too. We move. If I go anywhere, I bring everything in with me. I don't yeah. leave anything in my truck because I, you know, my truck's big and all. It's an Infinity, but it's a newer one, and I'm. Seriously thinking about going to get, they told me to get, I could get a kill switch. And because from what I understand, though, if you get the, the bar, the steering wheel bar, mm-hmm. that they see that and they ask, uh, when I get Well, it. that's true. But I, I just, I get in and out so much, I, I won't do it. And that's the only thing with me. Well, the other thing is, and now Kathy and I flip a coin of whose car we take to any place. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you take your car? No, I don't want to take my car. Let's take your car. I don't want to take my car. How about we go to some place that has a secure parking lot, then yeah. grab a Uber from there? <laughs> well, Todd's got a Jeep, my husband, and he's taking the doors and windows and everything on top off. So he's like, "There's not much to steal now because everything's yeah. empty." So we we took that last night, went out, but of course you get blown to death. But still, it's fun. That's where I had. Yeah, and you just drive along with your hands up, going, "We got nothing. <laughs> we got exactly. nothing." But, All right, let's talk about <clears throat> the real estate industry. Um, homes are selling. They are. It's um, and I've been working on one in, in particular for I don't even I have to go back and think how many months. This is one that a friend that's an investor wanted me to help him get into the business, and so he's um, buying in Memphis now. So we found this one in Alexander, and oh boy, it was a mess. It's eighty years old. Is that over there by uh, Memphis Country Club, Alexander? Part of it is. This one's between uh, Central and Poplar. Okay, and so it's a good location. Yeah. They got speed bumps every ten feet, so you can't speed. I did it one time, nearly flew my car up <laughs> in the air. It's like, uh oh. You've launched. <laughs> but it's um, it was an interesting house. It's taken a lot. It's you know, it has the uh, the uh, what do you call it? Um, plaster on the walls. Yeah, on the outside. I uh, know on the inside. Oh, wow, that yeah. is old. And so they had to sand and sand and sand and sand. And when they broke through, it had the slats, you know, like they used to have in the old days. And so it was a challenge. Wiring was. Old. Oh, no, it wasn't tube and knob. It, they said it probably was originally. It had been somewhat updated, but it was just a Is the tube and knob with the push button? Are those that what yeah, that was? They had the little, yeah. Yeah, I remember my grandmother's house in Houston had the little push button. It, I think it's like, I know they, yeah, they, it's like the transmission on a Studebaker with a <laughs> push button. <laughs> I went, I don't trust this. Well, you know, you push the t- it has a top button and a bottom button. Yeah. Click, click, click. Yeah. On and on. Um, but this one was neat. So, but beautiful floors. We've gotten all that done. They've, we've ripped, we ripped out walls and opened it up, and that was an interesting um, deal. So it's been, it's been fun. Um, no of. hidden treasure. No, no dead bodies either. It was nice. <laughs> well, that's Cause that could be a <laughs> definite possibility. Know what you're going to find. <laughs> we found uncle Fred. <laughs> He's he here. He was lost. He's been here all the time. <laughs> 
but, but that is what people need to start looking at. It's not, this is the home of your dreams ready to turn key and walk into. Yeah. It's, and that's the other reason I have an experienced real estate person who's done, gone in and, and redid homes to either sell or after they get bought, working with your clients on getting the houses and putting your construction people in there to make the changes that would make the house worth more as time goes on. But you don't have to have it all at once. You, yeah, and it's it's real funny. My all the kids I show and adults, grown ups too. But I show houses. I say, okay, now this wall could come out, and you could take this and turn that, you know, and turn that there, and take that doorway away, or put you know, put a door over here and open this up. And and they all kid me because I walk in and go, oh, now this take. I've been in the house and they took this out and did this and that. I've been doing this seventeen years, so I've seen a great deal. Um, and that's the thing too that we do. Um, we have a construction crew that works with us, and they will. I mean, I've had clients say, okay, I want you to fix my house. They move out. We flip it, work it, and then we they pay us once they sell it with the profit. For the work that you did. Yes. And so, you know, there's a certain line. They can't do it for three years or anything. But yeah. so far, yeah. it hasn't happened. you got to move out this century. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, and a lot of them move out. And we've had one try to stay, and they ended up leaving because it's so messy. Our, yeah. guys are, our guys are not the neatest. I mean, they're not there. They're the demolition kings. And, and I'll tell you something else. Uh, you know, you may think you're handy. You can get on YouTube and figure this stuff out. I had a, I live on a golf course, had a golf ball break an upstairs window this week mm-hmm. and, uh, it just broke the, the storm window, single ply, single window, uh, storm window. In fact, the ball is still sitting there on the ledge, <laughs> uh, but it did break the window of the house. And so I called, uh, one company and they wanted 400 bucks to come out and replace the window. And I went, well, we gotta be able to do better than that. So I got on YouTube and looked at what it takes to replace a window pane. I went, well, you know, that's not that's not so bad, really. I mean, it's not as simple as you think. You got to do the uh, the whole strip along the sides of the window, and yeah. and then you got to get up there. And Kathy says I can't get up on a ladder. I'm not allowed on the on the on the footstool to get to the high <laughs> cabinets in the kitchen. So I do more harm on a footstool than I do a ladder because I think oh, I'll just reach and yeah. then fall. Yeah, but, yeah, no, but they're. They are, um, we've got a good crew. We've, and we, it's so funny, we have um, three levels of crews. We have the, the really great, great builders that will, I mean, make your house look like a million dollars. And then we have the middle guy that's still really good, but not quite as expensive. Sometimes you have to wait on him. And then we have our guys that we work with a lot that they do a good job. You just have to, you know, not say watch them, but I have to watch them and make sure. Go back. No, you missed that right there. You know, they've been back like every day this week finishing. Oh, well, yeah, we forgot this door. But that's an interesting thing about old houses. Every door open and closed. Now that it's gotten warm, every one of them are sticking. I, I made them. They planed, I think, seven doors yesterday. Well, when you think about it, if they put them in in cold weather, then, then they're going to swell up in the summer. So do you wait until summer to actually get them to fit? Well, and you don't want to do it too much and so make sure they latch. I mean, yeah. you know, in the winter. So I don't know. But this house does have a huge crawl, crawl space. And so, but I, I never thought of that. And it's like, I mean, you're, you're like going, okay, here's the door. <laughs> You're trying to get Our up. first house that we built was zero lot line, and I'm I'm there every day looking at the progress. And they put the stairwell in, and I go walking up the stairs, and I, I had to duck to get under the. <laughs> and I went, "Hey boys, <laughs> we got a problem with the stairwell here," uh, which is why you want either somebody that like you that's done it before or know what you're doing while it's being built. We're talking with Vicky Gandy with the Gandy team. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Uh, in the studio with me is uh, Vicki Gandy with Cryolite, the Gandy team. She and her son, Thomas, 
Tommy. (laughs) Who I mistakenly called Tommy because I've known him since I was a little kid. That's like you never want to uh, get a nickname like Skipper or, you know, because you grow up one day, you're at 90 years old, you go, hey, Skipper, hop over here. Or, or Hot Rod or any of those kind of names. So I lived in Montgomery, Alabama, and the names down there, I had a friend, his name was Udden Rhodes, because <laughs> he rode a motorcycle and went Udden, Udden. There was another kid, that kid. They were all, we were all 20 years old. He's, his name was, his name, nickname was Face, and then there was another guy named Head, and then Spook, Mur- uh, not Spook Murphy, Spook Oldacre, who um, went to Alabama with my first husband. They, I mean, everybody had a name. One girl's name was Sister, and I was like, and it was so funny that my uh, my family down there, they said, no, don't laugh. Don't make fun because they're all related. Everybody's related. So if you laugh at their name, their cousin's probably talking to you. So It must be in the, what the the Sopranos they had a guy named uh, Three Times. And he yeah. said, why does he call him Three Times? Because everything he says, he says three times. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so they're very descriptive. You just got to get with the program. Uh, we were talking about uh, homes and, and what's available in the market. I know in Collierville, it's very tight there. Germantown's tight. But there are a lot of homes that people are going in in the um, Binghampton area, mm-hmm. East Memphis, and taking homes. They're just tearing them down and, and for, the, for the lots and come along and building uh, very nice homes on the lots. High Point Terrace, oh my gosh, if you can get, I had a friend that owned the house next door to our old house on, on Montclair, and they... They took this lady's house. They, they were the nephews of her, and she died like 20 years ago, and it was still sitting there, never changed. Since wow. Then. And it was a two-bedroom, one-bath, and he tore it down, or sold it, I think, sold it to somebody. They tore it down and built a mansion. And it's this little bitty lot, but that's what they're doing. They're taking these houses down and bringing these big, big, big old houses up there, and it's just crazy. And what they're paying is outrageous. Yeah, oh, just wow. for the lots. Yeah. Well, that's why you're seeing this big group. Everybody's moving to Colonial Acres because High Point Terrace has outpriced themselves. I mean, people love it there. They still buy there. But if you want to get some sort of deal, you can still get it in Colonial Acres somewhat. Because you, when you look at it, do you think of what we were able to do with our first homes? I think my first home was like 135000 yeah. This was in Texas in 1975, something like that. And it was a two-bedroom, uh, two-bath, uh, a nice little frame house in Tyler, Texas. And uh, now uh, 135000 <laughs> My car cost about that. <laughs> not they quite. They do no, cost I that know, not mine. I'm just kidding. Mine's not that bad. But, but the, uh, and so having them, and I think the, the divide's getting more, but then now rent is so expensive. I mean, there are people out there paying more for rent than, than mortgage payments. Well, that's one thing we're trying to, that's one of the things, I'm, in fact, this new ad I'm doing, I'm trying to start talking to young people that are graduating. Before you go rent something, you know, call us and see. There's so much out there. I know the interest rates are higher, but they are the the lenders are competing. They they've got down payment assistance, DPA, yeah, down payment. Especially assistance if you're a first time homebuyer. Yes, first time homebuyer loans. They've got THDA loans. There's so many loans and so many things. There even there's even lenders who are buying down um, interest rates for like the first three years, like buying down points, not rates, but points, and um. And they're doing all these. And, and so what I do is I, we, I make weekly calls in Texas to about six of my lenders I work with. And they send me, well, we're offering this now and that and this and that. And they're, and they're fighting for business because, you know, I'm sending everybody I see, like I told your daughter, I said, you know, call, have three lenders and call them. And once you get a loan, I mean, you get a house, you say, okay, what, what are you going to offer me? And then go call the next one and say, well, John over here offered me that. And they're going to, 
they're going to beat it and then go back to John and say, well, so-and-so beat you, and then you may go to a third person. And I've had the last five or six I've worked with, that's what we've done, and they've gotten a better day, better rate. Well, some friends of ours uh, are moving into uh, uh, not assisted living, but one of those really nice deals yeah. that they take care of everything. And their home is out at Halley where we live, and uh, they the people that bought that paid 20000 more than they were asking. And so that's going on again. It is in the right areas. Um, the one, if you price a house and it's in good shape and they've fixed it up nicely um, and you price it right, you will, it will end up in multiple offers in a lot of houses in the highly desired areas. You know, like you say, Halley and, of course, anywhere in Germantown pretty much and Kyreville, um, you know, even, and they're even seeing it in certain parts of Memphis. What about lease purchases? Are they available? Does that exist anymore? They're there. They're kind of, you know, that's why I say always talk to me first and let yeah. me talk to my, my experts and let's see, because there's really not a lot of advantage to that. Because basically what they're doing is they take a portion of your rent and put it in an account and then you have a certain amount of time. And if you don't have enough money, then you just lose it. So it's kind of like. Sounds yeah. like the deal I made on a go-kart motor <laughs> one time. Then <laughs> it traded back to the kid for the, for some funny books. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of boss hog is your lender. I mean, you're a. Uh, landlord oh here let me take that money for you yeah i remember my father said son you need to go into something besides business I, <laughs> I don't think that's your strong suit right there that was a bad deal on that go-kart motor even when i had it i had it bolted to a board in the backyard because i didn't have a car to put it in so oh i just crank her up let's do her run <laughs> good well, job son <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a friend whose son he was selling a four-wheeler or something i think and he he said, I'm going to sell it myself. And his mom said, you sure you don't want us to help you? Oh, no. And she said, okay. Well, he said, this guy, he said, okay, this guy's going to meet me and he's going to give me cash. And she said, well, maybe your your dad should go with you. No, no, it's fine. So he comes home with the cash, goes and deposits in the bank, goes to school next day. And here comes the police to get him out of class. Counterfeit money. Yeah. And it was, he had worked on that thing and fixed it up. And that guy, and they, of course, that guy was gone. Phone didn't, your phone disconnected the whole shebang. So. Well, it is, uh, and I tell people all the time, I mean, it's mm -hmm. just not worth it to go meet some guy at McDonald's. On no. Remember the guy that got robbed and shot there years ago? Yeah. They went there on a Sunday afternoon, the middle of the afternoon, you think McDonald's, how safe could it be? Now there is no, as you no, illustrated no. at the beginning of this segment. Uh, no, that, there's no, yeah, and it's, it's so, and it, it's funny, you're, you're, you try to watch and be careful and then you get busy and like, I was in, I was in a zone when that, that robbery happened just uh, two days ago. So it's crazy. Well, I do think people have to get involved. I, I know I was driving down uh, Winchester right over there by where you were, mm -hmm. and there's a Checkers little hamburger place right there. And I saw a bunch of young kids beating up another kid. So I just drove in the lot, pulled right up to them, did the same thing you did. Mm -hmm. laid on my horn. They all started beating up the kid and stand up and look at me, and I said, stop it. And then I put my car in reverse and, and drove off before they figured out what was going on. And evidently, it, it, it shocked them enough that they, they, the kid got up and took off, and they all just kind of went back to whatever they were doing. So. Yeah. Well, that's what it's going to take. Vicki, give them a number. 901 uh, 412 and it's There you go. Thank you. Thanks, and stay girl. safe out there. Oh, yeah, you too. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Sherry May with Live in the Garden up next talking about Lady A, and that's... Uh, you know who that is. We'll talk about it.
He grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere, a radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This This is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and welcome back in studio with me right now is Sherry May, who is the co-director of Live at the Garden, and uh, has been there now through how many, 26 seasons? 23. 23. This is our 23rd season. Feels like 26, It does. It? <laughs> <laughs> We've been there from the very beginning, and it has changed so much. I remember started out and it was just you, you brought in a truck or something had a flatbed truck over there and we had like a it was a big dome like yeah a that's tent, right like yeah. a big dome tent that we we rented and we were up on a the upper lawn then too so that year three we took the leap and moved down to the bigger lawn so we could have more people and yeah and it and then you built the big stage we did in 2014 we built that and the permanent um, uh, vip area yeah. and the, the really an event center yes it right is there. yeah because it's a great rental space as well um called sarah's place and so when we're not having concerts and things that people can rent it and have receptions and parties and all kinds of stuff there well your season's about to start and your first act is really one that uh, was supposed to be here last year yep. and and one of the members uh couldn't make it so the whole band said we're just not going to tour if all of us can't tour which i think was commendable it was yeah he had some personal things that he was dealing with and so they just said you know we're just gonna it, you know kick the tour we're, we're, we're not going to go on tour and so all the venues we all respected that and so you know we we ha- all rebooked for this year and i've seen some interviews with him since then yeah. and he's very open about it he yeah. says hey i needed to put the brakes on yeah and i just really appreciate them standing by me instead of just leaving me on the side of the road someplace, which is what a lot of bands do. They go, yeah. hey, you know, we're not dealing with you anymore. Yeah, no, it was really admirable for the band to do that and, and you know, to go, look, you're not touring, none of us are touring, you know, you need to get some help there. And you can really understand it, too. I mean, think about going and doing what they do every night during, during the concert season. They're either on the road or yeah. performing. Yeah. And, uh, you know... A road trip to Florida wears me out for a year. I know. It's eight hours. I know, I know. And they're on that bus, you know, know, different city just about every night. And then getting up and performing for two or three hours at every every stop. So it's like, uh, thank God I had no talent because I never was tempted with, should I go into showbiz or not? (laughs) Uh, But Lady A is a a great group. They have so many great hits. They do. And it's going to be Saturday, June the 3rd. So that's coming up. Next weekend. Yeah, not this Saturday, but um, next the next. Saturday. I can't believe it. It's already here. I know. Well, I remember being at the launch uh, party just a few weeks ago. Yep. In, uh, it's in April. And every group you announced, it was a bigger cheer. And then Ron Olson uh, auctioned, uh, Jeff Boris auctioned off Ron's, one of the yeah. highest uh, bids. I think that's, ever. yeah, that's the, that's the highest that we've ever um, raised on, on one of his artworks. But yeah, it, I love this year's artwork and it looks awesome on t-shirts um we've got those in this week so we're really excited about that yeah he told me he was over at the garden just the other day touching up the guitar it looks great yeah, yeah it looks really good let's see what where do you find an artist like that you know he you know will make something like that but then he comes back and and I know. touches it he up he changes it up for every concert like does he really does a little sign so like he's got the lady a sign on it and and then uh after that he'll have the matchbox 20 sign on it and wow. he changes it for every concert 
Well, it, it looks good there. If you've never seen it, as you're walking in on the, it would be the uh, west side yes. of the garden, uh, along that walkway, uh, you'll see it about halfway down mm-hmm. as you're headed toward the stage on the right-hand side. Yep, you can't miss it. The big red guitar. People the, love it. Love to get their and photo made. There. Yeah, photo made there all times. We'll, you we'll do have it welded there. to the ground, correct? We do. Good. <laughs> yeah. It is Memphis. It, it, it's there. It's, it's there. there to stay. It, it ain't going nowhere. No. Uh, let's talk about the rest of the city. Well, I want to go back to this uh, though, though, for that because parking. There's been construction on the golf course. So, yes. So the Audubon Park golf course is under completely new uh, construction. So yes. it eliminated a lot of the parking across from Theater Memphis. Is that correct? It eliminated the free parking. There were two free parking lots. One is the one across from Theater Memphis at the Cancer Survivors Park, and we have about 900 spots there. Those are still there. Okay. You enter off of Perkins Road. The ones that the golf course expansion eliminated are the ones that were off of Southern, right there. I like the, um, you entered off of Southern there. So those are the ones that are no longer there because of the expansion. So now we are running shuttles continuously um, every show night from the Hilton Hotel Corp there at Crossover, at like Park and Crossover Lane. And, Which is actually um, kind of the rear entrance to the park. It is, and yeah. people can actually park there, and they can walk if they want to. I mean, you know. It's it, not very far. It's not. In fact, and it's actually a pretty good parking lot. It really is. It's not bad at all. It's a sidewalk the whole way from there, and so people can just park there and walk um, if the other free parking lot is um, full already. But, you know, if they want to hang out and, and ride the shuttle, that's great. Also, you're still going over to uh, across the street from Poplar at um, – the, the shopping center? Over no. There? Oh, you're not no, doing that? No, we're not doing that. We're running all the shuttles from this one place okay. this year, from okay. the Hilton. Yep, Corp. Uh, but you can park over there and walk. It's just a hike. Yeah, that, that's a little bit more and of you, a hike. And you got to cross Poplar, which I wouldn't advise. No, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't cool. either. That's a little bit more of a hike for sure. Uh, but uh, are there still some lawn tickets available? There are, yes. that's We've still got lawn. As a matter of fact, on the way here, um, I just got notification there was also some pit tickets released oh, really? for Lady A. Um, this afternoon. So when those are great, that's a, a boost, a souped up lawn ticket is what I call it. You know, it's a lawn ticket. You still bring in your, your, um, cooler and lawn chair, but you get access to that pit, which is right in front of all the tables. Um, so that's great. And they just released some of those. There's a limited number of those uh, for that show. You just call the garden? Uh, just go to Ticketmaster.com. Ticketmaster, okay. They just released them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, th- those are the people that are always having the best time. I know. It's you, really you fun. You sit there and go, there. how come we're not down there? <laughs> I know. I know. Tim, my husband one night, He this was years ago, and he, he went up there. He was like, Give me, you got one of those wristbands. I want to go up there. And I was like, okay, fine. When I came back to the table, he was like, that is awesome. That is great, Shay Shay. So, yeah, he, well, he highly are, endorsed it. And those are always the most ardent fans. So they're having a blast. Cause yeah, they, and the entertainers love yeah. it. They feed off that energy. Because And I don't think about this. You get up on stage and look down at that, but it's still kind of light usually when you come on. But when you think about it, when it gets dark and those lights are shining on them, yeah. they really can't see very no, deep into can't. the audience. Yeah, so you it, really can't. So they really need that. And they love that. And so prior to us building the permanent stage in 2014, that was an issue, you know, that we didn't have a pit area. Yeah. So we've got that pit area now that holds a little under 300 people, and it's great. People love it. Uh, the I do think it's interesting when the first time a, a band or a performer comes here and they look out there and see everybody, had, <laughs> how's everybody getting tables in this place? What's, what's we, up with we this? We are <laughs> an, an anomaly. We're a little bit different than what they're used to, but um, yeah, but we try to treat everybody great. We feed them great here. 
Um, you know, they can, we close down the garden at three o'clock completely. So that, I mean, a lot of our entertainers will walk around the grounds and kind of, you know, just kind of relax and stuff. So, yeah. So, well, they say that if you're around trees for 30 minutes a day, you're a much happier person. And, uh, that if, if they come there and the chances of them being around trees are what slim oh, and none, right? Cause they're playing venues, but usually they're indoor venues or if they're outdoor venues, they're like, uh, stadiums, ballparks and things like that. Yeah. But this, I mean, just the tranquility of the garden and yeah. sitting out there and being around it. So. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, our entertainers are, they are on the bus and they've got their kids and family with them. So, um, a little big town one time they were there and, um, they had like a 10 by 10 tent that they pitched in the back and they had like a pool. Like for a their kiddie kids, pool? a yeah. kiddie pool, you know, for their kids to like, sure. you know, splash around in and have fun. But no, I remember Jennifer Nettles walking through the garden with her, her child, her son. And, um, you know, a lot of the entertainers take advantage of that once we close at three o'clock. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the other lineup for the rest of the summer. Yeah. After Lady A. After Lady A, then we have Matchbox 20, um, June 24th, which, um, is another call I got on the way here. That, that, that show's almost sold out. So okay. if people want tickets to that, lawn tickets are still available. Um, and I would get those quick because that, that's, they're almost gone. And I always hear this. People ask me, are there any tables that are available? This no. Yeah. No. Those were, those were completely sold out. And you have a waiting list on those. We do. We uh, do. So those were completely sold out before we announce the line. People always ask me, ask her if they have any. <laughs> I said, I'll ask, but I, I know. know what they ask Now, me. sometimes week of show, you know, we people have, to, have to go out of town. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or artists table. They don't use all of their tables for you know, their guests and family or whatever. And sometimes we will get some release. So I would say week of show, check our social media on Facebook um, and Instagram, and we'll post if, if something like that, if, if they're getting released. But yeah. the lawn, take, everybody loves the lawn. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's fun. And, it and, is. And look, I mean, you can still bring anything you want to eat or drink in. Um, we, if you don't want to mess with any of that, we've got more food trucks this year than we've ever had in bars. So and then you can, you can pre-order and you can pick it up when you get there. So we, we've yeah, tried, uh, kind of think we have all bases covered. And you see everything from chandeliers to, mm-hmm. you know, turkeys, a whole turkey out there. Yep. Well, I've not seen that, glasses, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Wine glasses, <laughs> champagne glasses, the whole thing. It's fun. And then it's round out the party. rest of the season for me. And then after Matchbox 20, then we've got Brothers Osborne on July 14th, which I'm really excited about. You know, that's the reigning country music association duo of the yeah. year for the last four years i want to say they won again a few weeks ago and i'm really their their show is awesome so people are if they've not seen them they don't even know who they are it's a fun show they're more like a um a country rock kind of southern rock country and and they're just fantastic so i'm really excited about that after that we are going to give it another go with the doobie brothers and michael mcdonald on august the 25th everybody was thrilled when they announced that and they said the doobie brothers and yes <laughs> everybody yes. was cheering them. then he went and michael McDonald. that was and our big went, rain out last year yeah. um that happened and so we're really excited to get them rebooked and and back because we, i mean it was a sold out show last year and it's, it will be this year as well yeah. and um they were yeah, they were really happy about that, so they wanted to honor that and do the show. And then, um, yeah, we'll end out the season on September the 8th with Train this year. Wow. Yeah. Great lineup. Thank you. All right, uh, so uh, Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster.com. Just go there or liveatthegarden.com. Click on tickets, and it'll take you straight to Ticketmaster. All right, we'll see you next Saturday night. I'll be there. Sherry Bay with the Garden. We'll take a quick break, then we'll be back.
And welcome back. Uh, joining me now live on the phone is my good friend Paul Shanklin. And uh, I I'm guess alive. he's alive. I didn't say how alive. I just said he is, <laughs> he is alive. Yeah, I've been up since 8 o'clock splitting firewood, so I'm sort of alive. Uh, Paul, it's uh, the beginning of the summer, man. Uh, I think you got to get ready. Gotta get ready. <laughs> I got to contribute to global warming. Winter's coming. That's right. Winter's <laughs> coming. Actually, it's just it's either that or the ants are going to have a new home. So, well, had to get it out of the yard. Woman said I had to get it out of the yard, so I got it out of the yard. Well, the um, it's always good to have plenty of firewood, though, and you, and you want it to season. A lot of people think you just chop down a tree and you can chop it up and burn it. That ain't the way uh, it works. That's how you burn newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> the, even that, I remember burning all our old records. I got I wore out two shredders. And then I took him out to the fire pit, said, I'll just burn it. You can't even throw files in a fire and have them burned. You have to take right. each page of paper out and drop it on there. Pretty much. That's, uh, yeah, we've got a, you know, uh, being out in, the, out in the sticks, we have a burn barrel. So we're, you know, we constantly, I, I, I parked the shredder <laughs> two years ago. So Well, uh, you think they could hold burning. up to anything and they don't. I mean, they, the shredder's like good for, you know. 50 pages yeah. and then they crap out on you. Right. Uh, I got a good one, but the thing was just, you just get tired of sitting there and having yeah. the data feeding it in. So, yeah. so which, yeah. which really makes you ap- appreciate, uh, you know, what was going on in the uh, Watergate period at the white house when they were getting rid of all the, right. <laughs> we need more shredders. Here. Get rid of everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, burn yeah, everything. Burn everything. Well, so did you get a chance to listen to DeSantis' uh, attempted announcement on Twitter last night? Yeah, I heard the attempt. It was like, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I thought he was underwater or something, but uh, it was probably not the best of ideas. Um, they don't, you know, I, I, there's part of me that, that uh, looks at this as like baseball. And so, uh, you know, people didn't like Obama, but I thought he was a fantastic campaigner. Oh, I thought he was great. Yeah. Great. He was great. And I don't see that yet with DeSantis. Um, I, I, you know, whether he's, and a lot of people, and you've seen this, you know, they're a good senator, good governor, but they get the, you know, this is the, this is for the big one. So they like overdo it. They're, you know, Tim Scott screaming the other day. Yeah, that that was like a little girl. <laughs> it just it didn't match his personality, and I, I said, get out there and show some energy. And then yeah, with and DeSantis, um, he gets out there, and in fact, we played a clip. Uh, uh, Dylan, you got the clip number? Not calling names. Uh, when he announced uh, that had the kind of the echo to cut number four. Hi, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm running for President of the United States to lead our great American comeback. We announced that on Twitter Spaces earlier tonight and it broke the internet because so many people were excited about being on that Twitter space. Now let's see if we can break win red. Please go to rondesantis.com, donate to the cause, and I think it'll be a night to remember. Thank you and God bless. Thank you. Mr. DeSantis, he has the all the energy of of uh, of a nerd on the phone trying it, to tell you and how it to like restart was, your computer. It, yeah, it sounded yeah. like he was broadcasting from his bathroom too. You know, it's, first my wife made me use this closet <laughs> uh, off of the off of the 
bathroom. I shouldn't and... have taken the the linen out of here though. There was a deadness to it. It worked <laughs> exactly. really well. Yeah, that would have helped. That would have helped. And uh, uh, it just the I don't know. It just there's it's not awe inspiring. It sounds like uh, when you're talking to the guy in technical services uh, about restarting. What have you restarted your computer yet? Yeah. Did you did you unplug it? Now have you plugged it back in? Have you you know it is there's not a lot of uh, and the thing is you know I know a lot of there. people don't like Trump because they think he's overbearing and he's uh, all you these think? different things. But the thing about it is <laughs> when he walks into a room, he does command attention, and it doesn't matter whether you're foreign or American. Give me attention. Give it to me now. So, Saying my s's <laughs> again. It's gonna be big. Yeah, it's freewheeling and it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's an event. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a wherever he goes, whatever you know, he can. If you can keep people in their you know in the arena for an hour to listen to you talk, just yeah. pontificate, you got a gift. Yeah, and and you, you know. said all this. It's not like he says anything different. You know, he's no. the same thing. And they're just going, yeah. It's um, nobody last night was going, yeah. Listening to Twitter. No, they weren't. Yeah. Restart your computer. Try have you? Have, that's what I hear in his voice. I mean, that's you know, I go straight to the sound, and so um, there's. I mean, so there's just nothing compelling. He's he's done a lot of good things as governor. I think so and too. Maybe maybe that's what people want is something you know something that's just kind of. Very normal. He sounds very normal. He doesn't sound, you know, he's not screaming. Um, and, uh, you know, I, he's not a weenie with the press. But, yeah. Uh, no. that, that image thing, it, you know, got to overcome some of that. Yeah, Paul, could you hang? I got to go to a quick break. We'll be back. Now, back to the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. Once again, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much. Uh, welcome back on the phones with us is uh, Paul Shanklin in studio now is uh, Randy Wright with the Dive Shop. But of course, uh, Paul Shanklin, who once dove with Jacques Cousteau. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or apple, for apples. <laughs> in a bucket. No, well, I once I once bought a uh, bought a beginner class, but uh, haven't used it yet. I, it, it's around there somewhere. Hey, you need to come on down and, and let's have some fun underwater. You hey, know, there's no phones, know, no anything down there. That, that would be the best thing, no phones. <laughs> well, and Angie would love it. And you guys, now that you got your RV and you're you're touring the country, start touring some great dive spots. All you got to do is just yeah, uh, finish, absolutely finish some I know. Certified. Well, we got we got uh, yeah, we got. Uh, we got as far as, as getting, uh, getting the, the, the coupon. And then all of a sudden it was tax season. And then, then I had a wood pile and I don't know. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it's June almost. So it's like, you know, the whole world's passing me by, but, uh, someday I'm going to get caught up. Well, no, we way, can do that. The way it usually works is you get the, the, even the, they gave you a coupon for complete certification, all your gear and everything else. And I kept meaning to get by there. And then by the time I right. did everything that I was given was obsolete. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm too old. In fact, my well, brother-in-law yeah. he said, called me and said, I've got this um, respirator. Regulator. Regulator. Yeah. Regulator. 
and uh, said, uh, do, you, do you think it's worth anything? I said, I don't know, take a picture. And I took it ready. He said, damn, that's an antique right there. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a great paperweight or museum exhibit. Let me just say this. They don't, they, they don't make that anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, we were just oh, finishing finish up with Paul, though, from last night's DeSantis thing. And you, you've been around broadcasting, and you're a musician. So sure, you're yeah. you're used to performing and having equipment issues. To me, the thing that was the, the riskiest part about that whole thing is Twitter's not known for audio or video. They do it. Yeah. But they never try to do something on a mass scale like that. And to do that on the launch, and to me, that was very risky. Yeah, I, I, I don't know much about Twitter, but I, it's one of those kind of things to where that's a very short format and in they, terms of what, how long <laughs> anything lasts or anything else. I mean, it just goes right by. Well, you know, it's, you can have, was it so many characters, Paul, on a message and, and, yeah. or, and, and the videos. Usually people send any kind of videos and stuff on Instagram. Yeah. You put it up on YouTube, Facebook, things like that. But you might link it on Twitter, but yeah, that's not but, where you produce it, at least in my right. knowledge. And I think that uh, Elon Musk is wanting to expand into those areas. Tucker Carlson said he wants to do his show. That it's going to be on Twitter. But I think after they watched that happen last night, uh, <laughs> they may say. Well, we, apparently they don't have the bandwidth or, you know, there's the, something about uh, the, just server. the number of people. Yeah, the sure. number of people yeah. just well, wiped them out. Yeah, and which is, that's good. But then when he he didn't have a plan B because he went to the, it sounded like it was done from the restroom. I'd be better off going to my car, which is pretty soundproof. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Do it, and doing it there, but. I tell you that people don't realize how media savvy Trump is. Of course, he did his shows on television, and he's sure. been around that for all these years. And when he went down that escalator, yep. Melania went first. Yes, yes, she I did. I remember right. Yes. And she and, sh uh, he should have sent her out first everywhere he went. And, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it'll be interesting to see, and, and more and more people uh, join the race. It is interesting to see styles because you've got uh, some people that are pretty media savvy. Uh, the guy from Arkansas, I don't know what he's thinking about. Man, because yeah, he's, he's thinking I'm not governor anymore. And uh, I remember I've always what, wanted to do this. And yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of it. It's uh, Asa. Asa. Yeah, he uh, Delos uh, Walker, who I worked for for several years, uh, got a lot of people elected to office. And he said, invariably, that always happens. They they term limit out, and that they go for about a month or two. And they call him up, and go, I got to get back in the game. Right? They get <laughs> notice that nobody returns their phone. Calls. That's it. Well, they don't yeah. return. They don't call. Nobody calls. The phone stops ringing calls. the day you're out. Uh, you don't have any. Yeah. Don't have any pull anymore. No. Just, the whole thing right. goes away immediately. Right. They, you always thought they wanted your advice. What they really wanted you to do is vote for their bill. Or whatever it was they wanted, they needed you to Line get there. Line their pockets. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. Uh, I guess that we'll all find out. Uh, not even now. I mean, we're, we're still. Uh, it really doesn't get busy until next June, right? Is Before, not this June, but next June. And then going into well, the, that. Well, be. Yeah, as far as votes, they'll start hitting in. Uh, February, I think, somewhere in there for the, I mean, you'll have some caucuses and stuff. Yeah, there. caucuses, but so, I'm saying as yeah. far as the election, the election's still uh, 2024. Oh, and so, yeah, but, the, but all, they all have to, right now it's raising money and raising money and raise, and putting a team together. And, and a lot of them have already been putting a team together. I know that uh, 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 Vice President Pence is uh, 
put a team together. And, you know, they say they're an exploratory committee. Uh, it's a little bit more than an exploratory committee. So yeah. they're all, they're all, you know, hiring up people. And uh, it's pretty obvious that DeSantis has been putting together a, a race for a well, while. Uh, and I understand I found out today that uh, that Dick Cheney and uh, the Bushes, uh, Jeb and W, are uh, pretty much running his whole show. So that surprised right. me that that was as big as a debacle as it was last night. With the, the yeah, that's probably what's going on is W is, you know, hey, uh, uh, talk more like Jeb. No, no, <laughs> be boring. Be boring like Jeb. Don't talk like me. Uh, I'm from Texas. Uh, Jeb's from uh, Kenny Bunkport. He spent a lot more time up there at summer camp. Uh, but just talk like him and, and just bore the heck out of people. And that'll, that'll, just, that'll just drive Trump crazy. What, you know, and, uh, I don't think it's going to work. The thing is that Trump always comes up with names for people, and I don't know what he's calling. He's calling him Duh Santas, like Duh. <laughs> I think that may be the name. <laughs> and, Duh, and but you think back to the name he or gave. Dull Je- Santas, actually. Dull Santas, that may be it. Yeah. But back when he was running against Jeb, and Jeb raised, what, $100 million and still couldn't win. And, well, and that's the thing. They've, they've got the, you know, there's there's always, you know, Bill Graham had the money, you know, many years ago, and I thought he had done a lot better, but, you know, and he had early support, which is always, you know, think, well, that's the sign is early support and money. But, now, you know, if you can't get votes. And you can't you know, move people. I mean, you got to get, there are people that gotta, certainly don't like you know, Trump, but the, but the other crowd, he definitely moves and he's like 54% and DeSantis is like at 20. Right. You know, it's still a long way out. But, well, it's still half and almost half and half, and the most of the rest of those are going to fall off, you know, fairly quickly. Uh, they're going to drop out after, you know, two two uh, primaries or a caucus. You know, I, I'd say two, a third of them are going to be gone after the first two votes. They hit South Carolina, and you know, you got uh, uh, who, who wins there? Well, if Nikki Haley doesn't pull out a big number out of South Carolina, then she's done. Yeah, I don't think Tim Scott. So they're Obviously, they can't. They can't keep right because they're raising money all the way through. Yeah, you know, it's not just they raise the money then they run. No, they're always raising money, always raising and, and always yeah. spending, and that's right. That's the deal. And if they and you can't <laughs> get a loan, you're not supposed to owe money. You know this. Yeah, federal election law. You can't Borrow. owe money to people and, and yeah, and stick it to them. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. That you have to pay down, pay off that debt. So yeah. you can't. They can't do what they do when they get to office. They have to. They <laughs> yeah, once they get to office, it's all the all the in free. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. Well, uh, we will check with you later uh, because next week there's going to be more events going on, and also I want to get you in to talk about the debt limit, how that works out, and and so we will get you in your. We your shall see. Finan- I think a lot of that. I think that's going to have a lot to do with uh, how if uh, uh, if uh, McCarthy did, if he can't get this, he's done. I mean, he's he, he either he either holds on yep. and gets I, a heck of a deal, or he he knuckles under and if, his caucus throws him out. If he knuckles under, it is it's the end, and so he's got nothing he's to lose by giving up. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not the hostage here. No. So we shall see. All right, I'll see you then, Paul Shanklin. Thank you, sir. See uh, you, Paul. We got Randy right here. We're going to talk about uh, summer dive vacations. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And welcome back. 
Randy Wright with the dive shop is in. Uh, I just got back from Florida. While we were there, I see this boat uh, about maybe a mile, mile and a half offshore. And it was a little bitty uh, small boat, but I could I put the binoculars on it. I saw the dive flag. Yeah. And then a little bit later, I see a much larger vessel pull up next to it. Right, right. And I could tell it was loaded with people. I took a picture of it, and I said to Randy, I said, do you know who this might be? He goes, he knew exactly who yeah, it was. it's Nancy Burchette out on her boat uh, from um, Scuba Tech down in Destin. Excellent operation. A lot of fun to dive with. Nancy's, I've known Nancy as long as I've been in the dive business. Her and her friend Carla down there have had uh, Scuba Tech and that boat for all those years. I've been out many times with them. Great operation. A lot of fun to dive with. We went to Beauchamp's uh, one night while we were there. I think it was Friday night. And uh, they, they got the dock area right there. And so there's sure. all these big fishing, uh, commercial fishing outfits are coming in. And they put all their catch up on the wall there. Right, right. Before you start. And I said, you know, here's the deal. You go out and you go scuba diving. And you get to go underwater and have that great adventure. And you come back and you just take your gear off the boat and put it in your car and there's no smelly fish cleaning. <laughs> well, there can be if it's a spear fishing trip. If but, it is, yeah. yeah. But it is, you get to enjoy it without having to do that. Although it's expensive as the food is down there, that might be the ticket. Is yeah. no spear. It, it's, we've talked about spear fishing in like some areas, it's, you can't do it. And off yeah. Mexico and the Caribbean. Sure. But off Destin, can you spear fish off? Oh, there? absolutely. Gulf of Mexico is, is great grounds for spear fishing. And, and most of the boats allow spear fishing. When I'm traveling, it's either a spearfishing trip or it's a fun dive trip. Uh, and that's just to protect the people that are not spear fishermen and really don't understand yeah. what's going on. Uh, and visibility conditions are very important, obviously. Yeah, you won't be able to see. If you're throwing a shaft further than you can see, then you run very real danger of hurting It's no different than, a, than a, a weapon. Same uh, thing. A gun. Same uh, thing. You, you're responsible for wherever that, that spear exactly goes right. or that bullet goes. And if That's you can't exactly see right. where it can go, then you cannot shoot. Yeah, but the visibility they were reporting this weekend down there on the Gulf Coast, they had 60 to 70 foot visibility the day after. The day that you saw them out there, they were sh- they were showing visibility of forty to sixty. Wow! The next day they had sixty to seventy flat calm out there. Oh, it, just it looked like a lake. Dive. As a matter of fact, that next Gulf day. of Mexico diving is some of the best in the world. There is all along the coast from uh, Orange Beach all the way down beyond Panama City. You've got great wrecks. They've been sinking boats down there as artificial wrecks. Plus, you have natural wrecks. There's even a World War II wreck down there. Oh, wow. Uh, sunk by a German submarine. Wow. Absolutely. Just uh, further east from Panama City. See, I uh, never knew there was any uh, German activity. Oh, absolutely. The German Gulf. submarines. There, there's people that, there are Germans from submarines that went to the movie theater in New Orleans. You're kidding. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. So <laughs> They knew yeah. they were there because they smelled the sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that went on. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say hello to my mom at Belmont Village. We, hey, mom. She's listening today. All right. So, yeah. How's she liking the transition? Uh, she's she's getting there. She's, Good. Her, her apartment is looking really nice. We got all her pictures hung up on the wall and that kind of stuff. Well, so we're glad to have you. Good. Glad to have you here. Uh and uh good thing Randy knows how to cook Cajun, so uh you know, nothing yeah, yeah. changes. Yeah. So welcome to Memphis, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> have to come on the show. We'll talk about life there at your new place. Yeah. You can yeah. diss on your new neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> So tell them to treat you good, Mom. Yeah, but we've got local diving. I mean, you got the Gulf Coast that's an easy drive, and people are going down there all the time anyway. I mean, Destin is like Memphis South. It's like yeah. a suburb of, of Memphis. 
Um, and then we've got a lot of local diving. There are quarries all along the interstate system in a, in a circle around Memphis at about three and a half hours drive that have been developed specifically for diving. You know, once they stopped building the interstates, the quarries didn't have anything to do with the rock. You can go to just above Paducah, Kentucky, about 11 miles. There's a quarry up there that has the uh, 727 from U.S. Marshals in it because they shot that on, yeah, we- on the river there in Paducah. And didn't have anything to do with the plane, so it's like, okay, what do we do with this? And, and they're Jump standing it. there going, I'll take it. Um, bring it over here, and we'll take and dive through it. But they've got three airplanes in there, several boats. They've got one of those mega truck mining things, you know, one of the big dump trucks with the with the wheels that are oh, yeah, the tall. Oh, yeah, big as a house. And they got all kinds of things in there to play with and lots of fish. I was at uh, Pickwick, uh, not Pickwick, uh, the Heber Springs. Yep. A couple of weeks ago, camping out. Saw a big dive contingency there. Yeah, that Probably, was us. Yeah, that was our Little Rock. rock. Yeah, yeah, that was our Little Rock trip. They're, they've got a boat, pontoon boat there at Heber Springs Marina, and they're up, up there every weekend. And that water's very clear as well. It's Yeah, it's pretty nice. Usually 20-foot type of visibility, so plenty to see and lots of fish and lots of fish habitat. Um, there's wrecks in there. There's a helicopter wreck. Um in there, some of the old foundations and basements and things. Yeah, from a town that was from there when they time. when they flooded the lake. There's yeah. tons of things to do underwater. Well, it's just it's a it's a great thing to learn. And it's a great thing to to do with your family because really any age person can do it. And uh, just like Paul Shanklin, I think he and Angie would love it. And they've got this new vehicle they camp out, and drive all over sure. the place. And so, yeah, I think he should get uh, certified yeah. and. and get involved all through central florida are are beautiful freshwater springs you can dive with manatees um just see some wonderful things a rainbow river you just drift down the river and you see everything in the world that you could think of in wildlife and then on down to the keys and uh, you know all along the gold coast from you know from just above miami uh, that area is some of the best diving in the world, actually. So Well, and I saw that piece uh, on CBS Sunday Morning News like two weekends ago that showed them uh, diving with the whales, sperm whales, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. Yeah. I, and I didn't, I didn't know sperm whales slept. They do, and they sleep vertically. Vertically with their head up. Isn't yeah. that, wasn't that amazing? I'd love, to, I mean, just think of the guy that got to take that photograph. I yeah. mean, it's like, oh, my goodness. Um, and, you know, seeing something like that, you can go during the right season. You can be in the right place and still not get to see it. Anything. But that first time, I was just talking to a friend of mine today, uh, David Hollis, uh, who works with us at Dive Ventures. And he, we were talking about his, he uses a, a screen behind him when he's doing the video meetings, right? And I said, where is that? And he goes, that's at, at um, Grand Turk. And I said, really? He said, yeah. When I was a teenager, right after I learned how to dive, we went to Grand Turk, and I fell backwards off the boat into the water into a pod of dolphins. Wow. So Grand Turk has— You didn't has know they a, were there? Mm-mm. Grand Turk has a really special place in his world. And and you do. You never forget when you see yeah, something like that's that. That's his background. How can they get in touch with Randy? Y'all come see us at the dive shop. We're at 999 South Yates Road, or call us at 901-763-3483. Dive, dive, dive. That's it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks.